What is up, you guys? Welcome back. I'm excited to say welcome back to the Heliscape podcast after a little break here. I'm excited to have this guest today and give him a call and check in on him. Uh, Tristan Strange is who we're going to be calling today. If you know him, you know what's up. If you don't know him, um, you're going to find out that this dude has been involved in a ton of ministries. This dude shreds. He's got some cool companies going on um, and just has an amazing story. And so I think you guys will be blessed by these um by the conversation that we're going to have tonight. So uh, let's let's give him a ring and let's let's check in on Tristan. All right, let me find his number here. All right, Tristan, we're giving you a call, dude. Matt Collins. Tristan Strange. Tristan Strange. What's up, man? We're just calling. We're checking in on you. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> checking in. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, hey, man, how are you doing today? Yeah, today's been good, man. Today's been good. I, um, I'm up in Orlando right now, staying um, at my parents' house for a couple days, and then I drive back down um, to Fort Myers. I, I have a job at the Amazon warehouse down there, so huge blessing, man. God's good. Right on, man. So, so where again are you from? Like, where, do you, where were you born originally? A lot of people ask me that question. It's, it's kind of hard to decipher. But I am originally from Orlando, Florida. Okay, right on, man. Whenever I think of Orlando, uh, Florida, I think of the magic and uh, Penny Hardaway. Yep. yep. <laughs> those, those blue shoes with like the plastic shell. I wanted those as a kid. <laughs> that's, that's super funny. I don't think I ever had a pair, but it's cool to grow up where people vacation. That yeah. gives you a certain a certain perspective on the world. I know. I know you feel that way. Like growing up out in California, that's where that is where you grew up, right? Yeah. Well, I grew up in Northern California, and it's pretty much where I grew up. It's where people don't want a vacation. It's usually where they drive <laughs> through to get to the vacation. <laughs> but 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 God's been good, and and just through a lot of hard work, and just you know, God placing me where He wanted me to be. I'm down in Southern California, so definitely, I, I I'm thankful to say I am where people. Uh, want a vacation so <laughs> yeah you're definitely where you belong that's for sure right on man so orlando okay so orlando florida um and then i know you've been all over and then right now uh where where was it that you're calling in from again like where you're residing right now uh fort myers fort myers okay how far away is that from orlando that is like a three, a three and a half hour drive southwest. So okay. it's like south, southwest Florida. It's okay. really nice down there. Okay. Right on, man. Yeah, it's probably similar weather to California, I'd imagine, at times. Yeah. It doesn't really feel like it's the middle of January when you're down there. Like <laughs> 90, 90 degrees and sunny. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> right on, man. Right on. Well, well, yeah, dude. I mean, I I know you pretty well now, just through the blessing of technology, just being able to have phone conversations and just communicating over social media and stuff. And I know we know a lot of the same people, um, just with other skate ministries and the wisdom guys. Um, but for people who don't know who you are, just give everyone like a quick little summary of of who Tristan Strange is. Well, in the skateboard ministry, uh, skateboard world, I, uh, I'm known as Tristan the Christian Skater. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is kind of, uh, I, I think it's kind of funny. I, 
I really have tried to change it a couple times in the past few years, and I've had like people strongly suggest against it. They're like, "Bro, you are Tristan the Christian Skater." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, you know what? People tell me that. I'm like, all right, I'll keep it." But right on, man. It, basically, it just means like uh, since twenty uh, since May of 2016, I've been pretty full-time in skateboard ministry okay whether that was in south florida i had an internship with uh ride nature okay whether that was uh in australia i was um i guess i wouldn't say on staff but just a part of like a, a key volunteer for uh this ministry called red frogs for a year and a half okay i've been i've been to like in Michigan, like with the Wisdom guys, I lived up there with Kyle Brush for six months managing a, an indoor skate park and, and working at another skate park called Battleground, which, you know, like God has taken me through the loop almost of, of the Christian skateboard world. And I've met a lot of people and it's been a real blessing to know that like no matter where you are in the world, like the same spirit resides in all of us. That was definitely one of the big takeaways um, from like what the Lord has shown me. But one of my other big takeaways is that like we have the same spirit and we all have the same heart. And our heart is to like see skaters become disciples of Jesus. And Amen. that's like that's a really powerful thing, like to go to the skate park with more than just the desire to selfishly skate. We go with the desire to seek and save the lost and be a good example to people, which when you go to the skate park, obviously the people listening to this, they know when you go to the skate park, like nobody has that intention. So for, for me, that's who I am is Tristan, the Christian skater. That's I'm have the mindset of skateboard work and do all of it unto the Lord. So awesome, I, I, man. That, might, that might be a good description of who I am. I don't know. Dude, that's amazing. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's a pretty amazing description. So that's rad, man. Well, thanks for that. Um, and I know within that description you mentioned, and just personally from knowing you, um, you know, I know you, I know you've been involved in a ton of ministries, but, um, if you want to give us a quick little rundown on like, you know, if you got any sponsors or um, if you got any companies of your own or ministries that you've, you know, you're currently repping or you've repped in the past. Okay, everybody buckle your seatbelts. All right, guys, this is like <laughs> this is like the five hour Mike V nine club oh. interview right here. <laughs> oh, buddy, I definitely could go for five hours about like with my testimony, but. We're not going to do that tonight, Matt. We're not. We'll so, guide you guys to Chris, uh, Tristan's um, testimonies later on. Um, we'll we'll oh, mention yeah. it. We'll mention it later on in the show. If you guys want to hear the full Tristan Strange testimony, um, there's a couple podcasts that he's been on as well. So we'll we'll hit those up later and touch on that. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're just checking in. <laughs> That's right, man. Just checking in. Just getting getting a quick little conversation going. Exactly. So to answer your question, like, yes, I do have a few sponsors. I have Testimony Skateboards would be my biggest sponsor that I've had the longest. I'm a, I'm one of his team riders and he sponsors me. Uh, I always like to say he sponsors me not because of my skateboarding abilities, but be, because of my skateboarding intentions. 
So he sees my heart and he wants to back me. And not that I'm a terrible skater, but there's obviously a, more than a million skaters that are would be in front of me in a line to get a sponsor based on ability. But like I said, it's based on intention. So he wants to keep a board under my feet because he knows what I do while I'm on that board. That's so rad. That's so rad, man. And, and, and not to interrupt, but you know, like you, you see companies, I know they get a lot of um, flack, but you see companies like Revive and, um, you know, they get, they get a lot of like, they've got a lot of beef going on because, you know, not everyone on that team is like the cookie cutter, super talented, Nigel Houston level, you know, um, you know, like P-Rod level, you just all those popular guys, you know, but it's more of like a group of homies, right? And like, they just go out, you could tell they're all having a good time, they're skating for fun, which that's, that's the core of it, right? We all started skating for fun. Um, and, and that's rad, like, you know, because you, you got, you can do these cookie cutter shapes of these skateboarders, but um, and and I, you do rip, man. So don't don't downplay that. I've seen you shred up half pipes, man. So uh, you know, don't don't downplay that. But you know, it's like there's more to just this skater that you watch doing all these crazy tricks. There's creativity, and then there's a personality. And for us, like the intent behind it, like the heart behind it, you know, which is for for us what we're talking about here today is skating for the Lord. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a quote from Jeff, my sponsor from Testimony Skateboards. Actually, yesterday or the day before, we had a conversation about like him wanting to put my name on a skateboard deck like that he wanted to release. And I was like, dude, I don't know, because in the skateboard world, like you can't like just go and put your name on a skateboard. Like that's kind of a kook thing to do. And and he kind of... uh we settled on the fact, and this is what he said. He said, it's more about being mission-minded than reaching a status of a pro skater. We should care more about sharing Jesus to skaters than sharing more skateboarding to skaters, if that makes sense. Amen, dude. That's rad. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff really, like, you know, we, we have that, like mission mindset to quote the blues brothers we're on a mission from god (laughs) (laughs) famous words man well said (laughs) oh man great movie Um, other sponsors man i have saint apparel which um it's like an epic uh apparel brand from like uh schenectady new york which they were a huge blessing to uh to sponsor me last uh Last year, 2019, the summer allowed me to do a lot of my traveling with, with uh, the budget they gave me. Wow. And they have some really rad clothes and uh, companies that, um, companies in 2019, uh, my girlfriend Tiana Miles, shout out, best person <laughs> ever. Right um, on. My, uh, me and her started um, talking about starting our own company, which is a grip tape company called gospel grips yes it's rad i've seen it it yeah man so it's really like the it's in the infancy stages now we really haven't had time to focus on it because we put all of our energy and effort into me actually being able to move to australia permanently okay so once once we get there then we can fully focus on growing this this company as as something legit and we see a lot of potential in it because when you go to a skate shop, you don't think twice if you see 
a sheet of grip tape hanging up on the wall with the most gnarly satanic images on it, do you? Right. No, of course right. not. So no. have you ever walked into a skate shop and seen Jesus or like a rad depiction of the gospel and in through images? No, you no. haven't. So no, that, never. That's kind of that's kind of our angle. It's like, well, that's kind of the something that could be filled or like a hole in the market that could be filled but more than just like financially having that mindset it's like we're getting the gospel out there under people's feet for people to see so that's kind of the hope for for what we're doing with gospel grips but i i digress we can move on oh man that's so rad and that that could be a whole other show like a whole topic on like why why would a you know satanic image sell but you know, like a gospel based image, why won't that sell? You know, like why won't, you know, why won't a company get behind that and, and get get good profit behind it? But then you have the other side, the the satanic side, you know, with profit behind it. It's interesting, man. I, I'm gonna digress yeah. too because that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> I, I know, dude. I, I feel like three or four times a week I catch myself having this conversation, but like imagining I'm on the nine club talking about it. You know, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> like, man, I, I feel like I could have a really good conversation about, about what, what it all means. But yeah, next question. <laughs> right on, man. Awesome. So, so yeah, gospel grips. If people want to check that out, um, I'll put up, you know, I'll tag, um, there's going to be, you know, tags for all these, uh, all your companies and sponsors and stuff, but, um, gospel grips, is that just at gospel grips? Yep, on, on Instagram. On Instagram. Yep. Okay, at Gospel Grips. Yeah, you guys got to check that out. I mean, there's some sick tracks. So it's basically you take tracks and do some uh-huh. art yourself and put them under clear grip, right? Yeah, that's how it all started. I just cut up a gospel track and put it under clear grip. And then from there, like, starting to add our own creative style to it. And then my girlfriend, Tiana, really played a, uh, a pivotal role in, like, making it uh, just she gave it the the finishing touches, you know, like her the, the art that she did, and then the way people reacted to it in skate parks was the reason we were like, okay, we can maybe do this. Awesome, real. that's yeah. rad. That's rad. I love it. Okay, right on. So yeah, so those are your those are the sponsors. Um, that's your company, and then like yeah, just what are some of the ministries you've you've been a part of? Um. Ride Nature would be my first, well, before that, I grew up at a ministry called Fort Barakel, Okay. which was the local skate ministry to me. Like, I would go there, my dad would take me every Monday night to skate and have pizza and then have the Bible study. Um, and like, without even realizing, you know, this was something that was a full circle moment coming back looking like, dang, I was... Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old, skating at this skate park every single week, hearing Bible studies, wearing their merch. I have shirts that I used to wear that just say Jesus skates and it's Jesus doing a Christ dare off of court. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I'm like thinking about it now, looking back, going, dang, God always knew I was gonna be Tristan the Christian skater. <laughs> I just had no idea. Um and then, so that's where it all started. And then I interned at Ride Nature, 
which is an epic ministry in Fort Myers in Southwest in Southwest Florida. Okay. Um, from there, I moved to Australia and was a part of Red Frog's Board Riders. After that, I came back to the States uh, trying to get my permanent residency. And during that time, I was involved with, uh, let's see, Truth Skate Church, Battleground Skate House, um, Testimony Skateboards. Uh, you know, there's so many ministries that I've, like, worked directly for. Yeah. But then also, like, ministries that I've just kind of touched. Like, right I on. went and stayed uh, with Malchus Skateboard Ministries for probably two weeks last year in Oklahoma. And I got to touch, you know, and be a part of Malchus Skateboard Ministries for two weeks, which was like, you know, huge lessons to learn because he, Jonathan owns Embrace Urethane and, or he's involved with Embrace Urethane and he's involved with Siren Skateboards. So seeing different perspectives, um, from people who are at different places in life and admit, and through in the, in, in the skateboard industry, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so seeing, seeing not just the ministry side, but like the, the industry. Yeah. yeah. And, and then I guess to just touch on that, like my girlfriend, Tiana, she came over from Australia for three months last year. So we spent 90 days together and 60 of those days we were on a, what I would call, a. We, we, the idea was that we were going to do a gospel grips tour and tour the country, like tour the East coast, but it ended up really being like a ministry tour where we stayed with over, I think it was like over 14 different ministries from Chicago to Maine to Florida, back to Chicago. So, I mean, we hung out with guys in Canada who run a youth for Christ skate park at their church. Those guys are amazing. We hung out in New Hampshire wow. with a surf, surf, skate, and snowboard ministry called Down the Line Ministries. They're like the trifecta of, of action sports ministries because they have all three of those sports within 20 miles of them. Wow. Um, yeah, and then, you know, um, what else do we got? We have Solid uh, Skateboard Ministries in New Jersey. They were a huge blessing to us. Um, Camp Royal. Oh, thank God I did not forget Camp Royal. I spent the whole summer at Camp Royal in West Virginia. That is like the up and coming Christian Camp Woodward. Wow. And if you haven't heard about it, go follow them on social media because they're doing big things for, for the youth of today and just, uh, just in general for the community in West Virginia, bro. Camp Royal is, is amazing, but I'll leave it at that. Right on, man. Dang, man. You certainly, yeah, you, you've touched on a lot of ministries. That's so rad. You've got, you got all that experience with that too. And just seeing all the different sides and just how they all probably do something similar, but maybe a little bit different too. That's rad, man. Yes. Yes. Right on brother. Well, uh, all right. So let's go on into like, like younger Tristan Strange, um, let's touch on like okay. skateboarding and then younger years. So I guess to start, you know, how did you how did you even get into skateboarding? I would say I would credit my skateboarding to my parents because before I was even conscious enough to want to skateboard, I already had three skateboards. Wow, There's dude! Not to I feel like not too many people say like. 
my parents got me into skateboarding. It's usually like yeah, skateboarding got me away from my parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. My parents, um, there's a photo of me like Christmas morning on my, like I was two years old. It's like my, my, my second Christmas and I'm standing on this like old school shaped, like flat nose, like rounded flat nose, square tail, blue, Orlando Magic skateboard. No way. And yeah, there's like a photo <laughs> of me right by the Christmas tree in my Christmas onesie, and I'm standing on this like skateboard, and I look, just look really happy. And then there's a photo of me outside, dude. On yes, that skateboard the same day, like doing like it's like I'm standing up on the tail, and my my foot's up on the nose. Like it looks <laughs> like I'm about to drop into the sidewalk, and I'm like two years. I'm like two years old on the skateboard, like yes, steezing a little bit. So my, definitely, my parents got me into it, bro. So are you saying you invented the steezy front leg? <laughs> I uh, no, there was a lot of people skating way before me. Yeah, so this is like nine, I was born in 1996, so this is like Christmas 1997. Yeah, I, I, I was steezing. Right on, man. <laughs> that's so rad dude that's so rad that is that is sick and so did you did you kind of stick with skateboarding from like the two-year-old Tristan up until like adulthood or or kind of how did that play out up until like the 10th grade I was still going to the skateboard ministry in the ninth grade I just I loved skating I had friends that I grew up skating with in you know from the second grade into middle school into high school we all skated together we had like this tight knit community. Skateboarding was that thing for us that obviously brought us together, just like so many other kids okay. around the world. Um, and for me personally, just like so many other kids, like when things got hard, mm-hmm. when things got bad, that's what I would go do. I'd go skateboard. Like I have a, such a clear memory of, I don't know how old I was. I was probably somewhere between 10 to 13, but like, my parents got into a real nasty fight, like the kind of fight that just makes you as a child, just like fearful or like, you know, um, and all of a sudden your home doesn't feel like a place you want to be. And that's a scary thing. Yeah. Um, and I just remember so clearly in that moment, like running, like mustering up the strength to run downstairs through the fight that my parents are having into the garage, grab my skateboard and then run out the door and like my parents like stop the fight and they're like, come back here. And I remember my mom just being like, Hey, you know what? Just let him go. Yeah. Just, if he wants to just go skateboard, just let him go. It doesn't matter that it's 10 o'clock at night. Just let him go. Yeah. And, and I, that sticks so clearly in my head. Cause then, then I just spent hours and hours under the street light under on my street, like practicing flip mm. tricks and, whatever else you know that's amazing that definitely was there for me that's amazing man i i'm sure a lot of for me i i can definitely relate to that you know not not specifically parents fighting but just different things um where you know and i'm sure other people listening too we've all had that moment where maybe we've got fist clench red face maybe even tears in the eyes and we're, we got our board clinched and we're running out the out the door and just put that thing on the ground and just start pumping you know like it's it's yeah. it's like a controlled energy release it's it's something to it you know it's amazing yeah skateboarding in that sense is very much like how god wants us to view 
like him, you know, just come as you are. Yes. Whether you're in a great mood or you're super pissed or you've had the best or the worst day of your life, like just throw throw your board down and start pushing, you know? Right, right. And, and, and with faith in Christ, it's like whatever troubles you're going through, just throw it down to him, give it to him and keep pushing forward. And from there, just he'll guide you, you know? Yeah. No, no skaters gone. Hold on. Let me, let me clean up my personal life and then I'll go skate. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) No, it's not. You're just like, bro, I need this right. Like there's a, you recognize that you just need to do this right now. So you go and you do it. And that's gotta be the same for your relationship with Christ, you're like, bro, I need to pray right now. And then you just, you, you pray, you don't worry about, Oh man, what's the Lord going to think? Like, cause if you know the Lord, you know, he's not thinking about you like that. But Amen, yeah. dude, what an amazing parallel. Yeah. Like how Jesus, um, used to go out to the wilderness and, and pray, you know, and, and, you know, some people might think like, oh, well, Jesus is God. So like, you know, he had it easy. Like, no, dude, Jesus was tempted like crazy. And uh, he would, yeah. he would go out to the wilderness and, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like skateboarding, right? We do the same thing. Like we get out to the skate park and, um, but that's amazing, dude. Such a rad parallel and, and analogy too. I just came up with it. <laughs> Dang, dude. <laughs> Pastor Tristan, the Christian skater. Uh, love it, man. Love it. Well, okay. So yeah. So a lot of people I think can relate to how, you know, skateboarding, um, has, has kind of been there and, and how, like, like you said, you know, being a Christ follower, you don't have to clean your life up and then go check out this whole Christianity thing at church. You just come as you are. And that's, that's where personally, you know, what I've found is a lot of churches get that wrong or they put this image out where it's like, you got to be cleaned up first. And maybe I shouldn't say the churches do that. It's maybe more so of the stereotype um, versus the actual churches getting that message out. But it's more of the stereotype, maybe some, you know, Christians, because we're, you know, we're not, we're not perfect. And so there's just that stereotype that like, oh, you got to get cleaned up or you got to be good before you go. Like I have a friend that, you know, I, I wanted to give him a healer skate shirt and he's like, oh, if I put that shirt on, it would like burst in the flames. I'm like, well, yeah, like I'm surprised I haven't caught my own shirt on fire, <laughs> you yeah. know, because we're all we're all we're all messed up, dude. Like no one's no one's perfect just because we're we're Christ followers. We're not we're not perfect. You know, like in heaven, uh, Pastor um, Greg Lowry down here in Southern California, he says in heaven, there's not good. There's not good people in heaven. Heaven is filled with forgiven people. And I, I always thought that was such a rad um, saying, you know, a, a rad little statement because it's so true. So, yeah, um, yeah, dude. So that's, that's, that's sick. So, um, so kind of going from the skateboarding, we're talking a lot about like our faith right now. So how did, um, like, I don't know if you want to go back to like childhood leading up to when you, you got, you found faith, but, um, I guess I would just say, how did, how did the Lord grab a hold of you? Like, like what made you want to get in, like even check out, you know, being a Christ follower? Yeah, it's, that's a good story, man. Like God, he got a hold of me in an undeniable way. But I think that I was in denial of the evidence for a while. Okay. Like the, the evidence of his hand at work in my life, I was 
choosing to be blind from it, you know? Like Noah's running from God, and in the story, Noah, he runs all the way um, to, ooh, this might be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure he runs to a city named Tarshish. Yes. To escape going to, to escape going go, going to Nineveh. That was VeggieTales memory just then. Anyway, um, like to me, I Jonah, was running. Jonah, from, right? Yeah, Jonah. Jonah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to me, I was I I was like Jonah. I was running from God, but I wasn't running anywhere in the physical. I was running from God in my mind. Yeah. God would be like, you know, I did this for you. This was my hand, and I'd be like. Psh, what are you talking about? No, no, it wasn't. I, it was just luck or it was just chance that that happened or whatever. And, um, it finally got to this point where my sin had become so rampant in my life. Like these habits I had developed where I didn't look anything like a man of God at all. Even though I grew up going to church, I love the church. I still went to church very often. Like there was times where I was the, I would say like at my farthest, you know, at my farthest from the Lord, I was still going to church three times a week because that's where my growing up in at this church, like that's where my friends were. That's where my family was. That was a big part of who I was, was being a part of that community. And even though I was in sin, I was like, I didn't want to keep myself from that. Um, and it's really easy to play that game of like, you go to church on Wednesday night or Sunday morning and you can just take like clean up and pretend everything's cool. And when they ask for prayer requests, just say, I'm good, you know? Yeah. But really deep down, like you're, you're running from God or you're not living right. And, uh, I really, um, God spoke to me super clearly one time, uh, after going through a lot of hard stuff I won't dive into right now, but I was 19 I was, no, I was 18, um, about to turn 19. So my birthday is March in the beginning of March. And it was like January and I was 18 and God was just like, look at your life, look at who you are today. And I did. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not that rad. And he was <laughs> like, now look at Tim fake who ran for Barakel the skate ministry I grew up at. Now look at Bob Dumaine, who was like an epic, to me, like a big pivotal um, man of God that I knew from my church. You know, God started to like reveal to me all these men of God that I knew in my life personally and who've known me. And I mean, I've known these guys for 10 plus years. We, I've been going to this church. They've been there the whole time. And in my memory, they haven't changed, you know, Mm -hmm. they're very consistent. So God was just, he spoke to me like that. He's like, look at those guys and look at how consistent they are in their faith and in their family life and in their church attendance. Like that's a man of God. You're not on that track. Yeah. And I like felt like heard the Holy Spirit say that to me. And I just like, I was like, okay, I got to get right with the Lord. Like I got to be all in. Like I know that I'm in the wrong. I know my sin is sin. I'm not trying to say it's not, but God, like I need your help to, to live a life for you. I want to be all in. And from there, it was just a matter of finding out 
what my calling was. What God, okay, God, what do you want me to do? And that was January, and by by the middle of April, I had already like I got my first skateboard ministry internship at Ride Nature. He made it very clear to me that it was skateboard ministry, and then the rest was history. Wow, man, that that's amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah, that that's amazing. So it's just like it. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I can relate to that too. You just, you know, you, you, I mean, in my walk, like just saying to myself, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. And like, I know there's so many people out there. They're like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. It's more like maybe sometimes cultural where you're just brought up um, and, and you, you know, you're like, your parents are like, oh yeah, we go to church or we're Christian. Kind of like that, you know, we're Christian American. Um, you know, my mom's yeah. from, my mom's from you know, the South, uh, Kentucky. And so it's like, everyone's there like, yeah, I'm Christian. You know, it's just kind of something you say, but then like what you're saying is you, you saw these strong, uh, men of God and you were kind of looking up to them as an example because they're out there living a life like Christ directs us to. And you're like, Whoa, wait, it doesn't really match up. And then, and then, you know, if, if people aren't familiar with it, you know, when you're a Christ follower, he gives us his spirit and the spirit it's amazing because we get this conviction. So, you know, people can talk to you till they're blue in the face and tell you, don't do this, don't do that. And and that might never really have an effect on us. But the Holy Spirit, it, 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 the Bible says it's there to guide and direct us to what is to what is pure and good and godly. And, you know, like when I started following Christ, um, like fully and started reading the word, you know, there's habits like like you talked about. You had some habits and and just different things I would do, and I would get convicted quick and be like, "Whoa, what I just did that wasn't right." I don't know why. Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm feeling this way right now because I used to do a lot of this stuff in the past, and it felt pretty good, and I didn't see anything wrong with it. And then all of a sudden, you know, if you're in that word and, and God's spirit's working in you, you know, it's you'll you'll come to a halt real quick. Um, yeah, man, that's a cra- that's the craziest thing. Like I went through the same thing. Like I would, for me, it was like smoking weed. I would smoke weed and enjoy it. And then all of a sudden the conviction hit where the Lord's like, no more. And then I would smoke weed and not like one, not get high. And two, I would just the whole time be like, dang, like it was it was like I was smoking conviction. That's, what, <laughs> that's really that's really what it was like. It was, yeah, dude. It was so hard until eventually I was like, "This isn't even enjoyable. What am I doing?" Like, really, like, okay, God, I choose you over this. This is like, come on, like, I gotta really like choose God over over your sin and see that He's better than it. Yeah. So all of a sudden, all your Dr. Dre songs stop making sense, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That's amazing. I know a lot of us can relate. And if, if people haven't felt that, you know, um, I think, you know, what the Bible tells us to do is like, you know, we wake up hungry and we get food so we can function throughout the day. And God's word in the Bible is living. Like I've been reading the Bible for a while and every single day I feel like I get something new from it. Um, and you know, it's there to guide, it's there to guide us. And, and, you know, like if you're kind of new listening to this, you know, like, I don't, I don't know about like Jesus or I don't know about the church. Like, don't, don't, there's no, there's no big rules, you know, like get the rule thing out of your head. And just, you know, if you're just learning about who Jesus is and, and reading the Bible and reading the word with an open heart, 
Um, he'll, he'll come in there and change that heart, you know? Um, and it's amazing. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And we're, we're so blessed that, you know, we have Jesus for that. Um, that's awesome, dude. So, yeah. So you talked a little bit about, right. How the Lord grabbed a hold of you and you talked a little bit about, um, how Jesus changed you. And you talked about some of those obstacles. Um, did we hit everything on the obstacles that you kind of overcame, um, that you're one, okay, I have one for okay. sure. My, I think the biggest obstacle that I had to face early on, like once I had committed my life to the Lord and had found my calling, was that the obstacle I found was that how can I say it like the people in my community, like my college ministry, that my Bible studies that I was a part of, they, like, their heart isn't going to be the same as yours for skateboard ministry. And they actually, like, I remember them saying, like, really mean things about it. They're like, you know, it came to the point where they're talking about, all right, let's, let's plan a ministry event. And I'm like, I want to go to the skate park. And they're like, no, like that. Why would we go to the skate park? Like, <laughs> or like, so I remember like raising money, um, to go, um, trying to like do GoFundMe to go on a mission trip and be at, while I was at Ride Nature. Um, and people gave and they were like, yeah, it's so cool. He's doing an internship for this ministry. Like this is, this is like really good for Tristan because it was safe. Like I was leaving Orlando, leaving that church community to go be a part of this skateboard ministry and and be in that community. So my friends and my college ministry leaders, they were like, Tristan, that's so cool. We're excited for you to go. And the story goes, I was there for three months. They offered me like uh, a one year, like position to be like on staff I turned it down because I felt that God wanted me to move to Australia. And the signs pointing to that are, were super clear and I won't talk about it right now. But when I returned to Orlando after three months of being at the internship, being like, yeah, guys, like the internship was great, but God's calling me to move to Australia and start my own ministry. They were not hyped. They actively discouraged me from going. Wow. They didn't they didn't see it as God's plan. They saw it as Tristan is gonna travel and he's gonna call it ministry and he's gonna expect people to give and, and it, it was just like people are not going to the people that you want to the most even are not going to see the path that God's laid out for you, even though you tell them. Yeah. Like and and maybe even this is just my thought, like maybe even God like God knows that those people's hearts are gonna be hard because it makes you more resilient to the situation. Like, you know what? It doesn't matter to me that the fifteen of my closest friends that fifteen of my closest Christian friends that I grew up with are telling me that this isn't what God has told me. Yeah. I have to I have to know for a fact that God told me to get on that plane and go to Australia. And, and you know what, when I returned after being in Australia for six months, the first time, and I got to tell them the testimony of everything God did, I had some friends come up and apologize and say, Tristan, when we, when you told us you were going to Australia, 
we thought it was your plan. Wow. But after after hearing your testimony, we, we want to apologize because it was God's plan all along. And we should have been there to support you. And uh, so, yeah, man, that was definitely one thing I had to, like, one trial I had to face in the church is, like, once I decided to get serious about my faith and about the, the, the Great Commission, the people who were less serious, like, they try and, they try and bring you down or, like, not necessarily make themselves feel better, but if they see somebody going all out for their their passion and using it for the Lord, they might feel a bit challenged and be like, maybe you shouldn't do that, bro. But with skateboarding especially, I, I really felt alienated. Yeah. But even though I felt like I was on that path alone, I knew God had set me on that path. So I didn't, like, that was like early on, God proved himself in every single little tiny leap of faith he asked me to take. And then eventually the leaps of faith went from being small, small steps to, okay, Tristan, I need you to get on this plane with $1 and go to Hawaii where you have no place to stay. You don't know anybody and good luck, you know, like just trust me. So God, you know, he, he builds, you know, he doesn't, He's not going to throw you in the deep end when you ask to to live a life of faith, but wow, man! All, like he he's there. <laughs> what an amazing story, dude! That is that is so rad. I didn't I didn't know that about um, the people kind of like turning you down, but uh, yeah, dude, that's that's such a rad story, man. Um, yeah. So right on, dude. So what? So up through your. Going up to the time where, you know, you you were, you know, you said you were going to church and maybe you weren't like fully in. Um, mm-hmm. Did you have any like preconceived notions about the church or Christianity, Christianity that maybe held you back from wanting to go to church or held you back from wanting to like dive deep into being a Christ follower? Yeah, the I'd say like judgment from other people. And, and the, the clickiness of other people. And I know that's like cliche almost, or like a lot of people would say that, but it's true. Like I, I kind of felt that if I wanted to go be a part of this college ministry, I had to set aside all, I almost had to set aside who God wanted me to be or take who God wanted me to be, which I, I'm Tristan, the Christian skater 24 hours out of the day. So it's like they wanted me to come to church and tone that down to about six, which okay. I'm always living at 10. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, Tristan, <laughs> we, we get it. Like, so to be a part of their clique, I almost had to, to be a part of their clique and to not feel judged. I kind of had to downplay my mission and the reason I was at church, Yeah, which you shouldn't, I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't have to do. I feel like if I'm going to go to church, it's to be encouraged in my walk with the Lord and what I'm doing for the Lord this week. Not like, all right, let's all hang out for two hours and we'll talk for the first hour. We'll have Bible study for 30 minutes and then we'll all go out to eat afterwards. And like all in all, you're spending four and a half hours with these people like one night a week, but only 30 minutes of that is edifying, you know, like the rest of it's just hanging out. Like, I was very much against the whole like social club 
part of the church. Right. That, that to me was just like, uh, I don't need it. Yeah. But, but yeah. hey, like God, God has taught me a lot of lessons through that and just like humbling yourself and going in and allowing yourself to be in a situation where you're not expecting to to be a blessing to somebody. You're just like, I'm just here. And then God has allowed me or used me to bless other people with whether it's advice or prayer or just being there through somebody through a hard time that I'm not necessarily like thinking about because it's weird. Like my preconceived notion is that I'm going to church to be encouraged and to like get something out of it. But really like God, I think God is wanting to be like, well, are you going to church with the same mission mindset that you go to the skate park with? Yeah. Like, are you, are you going to the church to like, try and minister to the other people there or are you just going to try and be ministered to so yeah it's a two-way it's a two-way street you know yeah right on man right on that's really that's really good yeah the important thing is that like the bible says like that we don't um neglect the meeting of of other christians you know we don't neglect the gathering we don't we don't forget about church like some people do and like say uh whatever it's clicky or judgmental like even if it is those things and even if it is hard, like God wants to teach you something through that. So just go, you know what I mean? There's no circumstance where God is like, okay, where we don't, or we exclude ourselves from believers. Cause when we exclude ourselves from believers, that's when like the spiritual warfare kicks our butt, at least in my experience. Oh yeah, man. No, I had a, I had a pastor once tell me that the, the, a, a Christian is in the most danger when he or she is by themselves. Um, yeah. you know, the Bible tells us, you know, there's a verse iron sharpens iron. There's another verse where it talks about, we're supposed to be around each other, encouraging one another, lifting it, lifting one another up. Um, you know, and not, you know, not being, um, you know, just going around judging one another, but you know, there, you know, there's kind of like, you know, we hold each other to, um, you know, the standards that, that Christ sets, you know, I mean, if, you know, if like I'm hanging out with you and you're going crazy or something, you know, we have this, you know, earlier you talked about how we have the same spirit, you know, we, we have this relationship and this understanding where we can just be in fellowship and kind of keep each other on the right path, you know, that straight and narrow. That's, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, if, if people don't have a church or anything, um, you know, I, I encourage people to just, you know, get the stereotypes out of their mind and just go to a local church and, you know, make sure it's just a straight Bible teaching church, nothing crazy, you know, um, if people want to know about churches in their area, you know, hit Tristan up on, on Instagram or hit me up. And, you know, we know a bunch, we know a bunch of guys, um, running churches all over the, the country. So, um, but yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. I love that. So Tristan, what's, um, what's up next for you or what do you, what do you got in the works right now? Oh, that's a good question, Matt. <laughs> in 70 days, I will be getting on a one-way ticket, one-way flight, and that plane will take me, well, first it'll take me to Texas, <laughs> but, but then it's going to take me to Australia, bro. Ah, uh, yes. This has been one of the craziest journeys i mean the craziest journey i've been on in my life because it's you know god told me in 2016 uh, you're moving to australia and 
it, he told me it's not it's a permanent thing you're gonna move there and i'm like all right lord let's let's do it you know and i went there in 2016 or in 2017 on a three-month tourist visa and i'm like yeah i'm moving to australia it's gonna happen i ended up being there for six months going back for a whole other year on a work visa and since then i've been back in the states for 18 months so been gone a year and a half from my ministry skate park shepherds from tiana and her family um i've been i've been away for a while saving working following the lord where he's led me to be able to return and return permanently awesome and now i'm 70 days away from returning permanently to australia bro so for me that is like that's what's next that's the big like this is it bro like finally god is is sending me back for good and this is something that i've been praying for that people in australia have been praying for that people in the states have been praying for like people a lot of people who i know have been like they know that this is my path and this is what the direction and trajectory i'm heading and it's finally good to just be like bro like God's taken care of all of it, you know? He's yeah. taking me through every... It's just... It's something that seems so impossible, like, has now... I've seen God's hand at work through it, and that's the coolest part, is that, like, yes, in 70 days I'm going back, but at no credit to myself, you know what I mean? I mean, I've worked, right. and I've saved, and I've done everything I can, but all the glory be to God, you know what right, I mean? Right. It's not, like, 99% glory to God, 1%... Yeah, but I also work night shifts and like, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like I also did the the late the graveyard shift and worked extra jobs and whatever. Like no way, dude. It was like all credit to the Lord God yeah. for Him leading me, for Him not taking that opportunity away from me. Because in the past eighteen months, there's like it comes to my head so many different situations where I've blown it, and like the Lord would have been totally right to just be like, Oh, you're not returning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what I even deserve. Like, I don't even feel like I deserve to get to go back to Australia, but God keeps pushing me going. You, you don't know yet the fullness of what I have for you there, you know? And like, so yeah, man, you're hearing, you're hearing that call and you're stepping into it. Yeah, exactly, dude. So I'm, I'm super excited for that, bro. And God has been, in the midst of all of it and every conversation i have in every relationship i have there and here in stateside like god's god's been at work and he's he's allowed me to just live a life for him the past four years that one i never thought i would be able to do or like i never thought i'd be able to go to the places i've been or do the things i've done or meet the people i've met but I really have never never thought I'd be able to tell the stories I get to tell because God walked me through those situations. Amazing. And that's what makes those that's what makes those stories so cool. Like that's why I'm so hyped on riding testimony skateboards because it's my testimony that gives way to people opening their eyes up to see that God is real and he's alive and he's active in the world if you just believe in him. Love it, man. Dude, amen to that, man. That is yeah. that is amazing. Well, dude, we'll everyone listening, keep Tristan in your in your prayers for all that, getting over to Australia. And um, dude, I was 
wearing your shirt all yesterday. You, if yeah. people don't know, um, dude, you got you got you're selling some some shirts, right, to help get you back to yeah. Australia. Yeah, I, 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 myself, and testimony uh, skateboards Jeff, um, we we made up these shirts um, with an image that my friend had drawn and hung up over my bed back in Australia. She um, she drew this like Jesus wearing sunglasses and holding a skateboard, and it says, "Thou shalt skate." And she gave me like the the creditor, like the the rights or whatever you want to say to use that image and. So we made some T-shirts, and bro, we made 80 T-shirts, and I got back to Florida January 2nd with, with 80 shirts, thinking, all right, I have, then it was like 80-something days. I was like, yep, I got 85 days to sell 80 shirts. Hopefully, I'll be able to sell all of these, and I won't just have 30 extras sitting around. Well, it's been two and a half weeks hasn't even been three weeks yet and i'm i'm already sold out what <laughs> nice dude yeah like we're, we're having to order double the amount that we ordered last time okay so because, so people can still get them though they're not gone oh, for good 100%, oh 100 percent, matt people can still get them. and, and you <laughs> can own your very own, <laughs> your very own. <laughs> Tr- tristan the christian skater support ministry yeah. t-shirt um but yeah dude more than just like selling the t-shirts it's for me personally been a huge blessing to just see all the people that i've touched that i i wouldn't say i necessarily um forgot about but i would just say lost contact with because i i travel so much i go to so many different skate parks like i'm i'm getting messages from people like bro i love this shirt i can't like i just bought one here's my address like I just want to say that the time that you came to the skate park and and encouraged me over in Oklahoma, like that meant a lot, and I think about it a lot. And thank you so much. And they they're buying that guy's buying a t-shirt, or the dude I ran into in in Maine is buying a t-shirt, or like you know, just like all these different connections and people like hitting me up and and telling me that I've made an impact on them, and that's why they're buying the shirt. Dude, that is amazing. That, yeah, that to is me, sick. That's like, it's it's like okay, I am getting the the support and the finances I need to to go to Australia, but I get to the I get to do it in such a way that like blesses me more than the financial. Like it's like I get to see my that the Lord has used me to touch these people's lives, and they're thankful for it enough to buy a twenty five dollar white T shirt like. I don't know, dude. I think it's really cool. Dude, I know. It's sick, man. It's a rad graphic. It's for a good cause, dude. And I know, like you said, you've blessed a lot of people out there. I know everyone's stoked to help you out. Um, So if they want one, uh, what do they do? Just DM you, right? So they can message me on Instagram or they can just go to my GoFundMe campaign that I have, have up right now. So we can definitely put that link in the description of the podcast. Yes, um, and whatever posts you're going to make. Um, so there's the GoFundMe and then, yeah, they could also just direct message me about it and we could get them a shirt. Right on, man. And that was, that's leading into just how people get, can get a hold of you. So, um, it's on Instagram at Tristan, the Christian skater, right? Yep. And for those of you that don't know, my last name is 
strange. That's not a fake name. I don't. Some people just think it's fake. My last name is Strange, so you can find me on Facebook at Tristan Strange. Right on, man. Isn't it French? Like, couldn't you say it like Stranger or something? I used to like heckle some. <laughs> I used to be like, they'd be like, Tristan Strange, and I'd be like, it's Strange, miss, <laughs> in, in, in high school. Like, I'd get pretty smart with people, but yeah. no, it's, it's, it's strange. Dude, I love it, man. It's, it's who you are, dude. So, no, man, that yeah. is rad. So, everyone listening, please, you know, hit, hit Tristan up, um, and then just, like, any questions that they have for him, hit him up. Um, if you want to hear the full, in-depth, like, amazing <clears throat> God's will story and journey that that Tristan has been on. Um, check yeah. out check out the One Story podcast. My good buddies um, Isaac and Drew they they do that podcast. Um, it's amazing. Um, and then also the uh, Restore, Restore right? Restore Radio. Yep, Restore Radio. I did an, a really epic two part uh, testimony podcast thing with them, and that one was really special because they had never heard my story. We had never met in person before. We just had a few Instagram DMs and had arranged for me to come be on the show. I knock on the door, introduce myself, and within four or five minutes, we were recording. And I just started showing my testimony. So the chemistry or like what the the show, that actual show was really, really cool. It's a good one, man. Yeah, Yeah. I've listened to both of those and they're they're rad. I feel like... Even though they're both your story, I think they each had something different to it. So Yeah. Yeah, dude. man. That's cool. Thanks for putting those out there. That's awesome. No, man. Yeah, I want people to hear your story, dude. It's rad. And um Yeah, yeah so dude, real quick here, just let's fire through some quick uh injury questions. Um Okay. All right. Your current current board, what are you riding is so testimony skateboards, that's what you're riding, but how about like size, trucks, wheels, what you got going? Let's nerd out on your setup. Okay. So I ride for testimony skateboards and my, we're going to make my board. I think by the end of this year, I'm going to have my own board, but I exclusively skate old school shaped boards. Right on. So, so right now for Christmas, I got a Christian Hasoy, uh, eighties rocket skateboard. And that's like my, that's my vibe. That's my jam, dude. I skate those boards like, and my friends say that I, I, I'm like meant to skate those boards. Like I said at the beginning, like that board I got for Christmas, that was like an old school magic shaped board. And, uh, I think that those shaped boards just, uh, it's like my style. So that one is like, I think at the widest 10.25 or something like that. Okay really long and i got independent trucks reds like precision bearings i have embrace urethane wheels um uh, what else goes into a skateboard i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and And gospel gospel grips grips. yeah forget my own company yeah right on man awesome uh all right favorite favorite skate obstacle a spine, a mini ramp with a spine. Oh, dude, dangerous, man. I've gotten just destroyed on those. You like those? Oh, I, lo- I love it, dude. Like, <laughs> we had one at the local park I grew up at, and I like, I just love skating spines, dude. I don't know. There's just so many combinations. 
I know, I know a buddy, and he yeah, like our joke is like the spine will break your spine. That's always what we say. <laughs> oh no, dude! The spine means it's a good time. Dope, <laughs> dope, man. Love it. Well, more power to you on that one. Um, all right, favorite trick. Um, on transition, it's a tie between a deck. A decked out frontside rock and roll. Ooh, yeah. Or like a just a really nice clean stand up frontside five zero. Nice. On flat ground, fakie tray flip. Ooh. Or switch backside pop shove it. Nice man, good good little variety there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. L- love I, it, man. I have this like it's like a party trick. Like whenever I play skate, I'll do. Because like those old school boards, like in the they're flat. I mean, they're completely flat, no oh, yeah. concave, and they have like a square nose, so it's really hard to pop. But I've kind of just figured out the scoop where I can like do fakie tray flips off of the nose of these old school boards, and it looks really wild. And like that's probably one of my favorite flat ground tricks. Dope, dude, that sounds good. Just the, the shock factor. People are like, how did you just do that off the nose? And I'll be like, no big deal, bro. No you know? big deal. <laughs> In humility. <laughs> right on, man. Love it, love it. All right, man. Um, if you're not skateboarding, what are you doing? If I'm not skateboarding, I'm either at church, in my car, driving to another skate spot, asleep, playing Skate 3 because it's raining, <laughs> uh, jamming out on my guitar, hanging out, well... Right now, FaceTiming with my girlfriend or, or hanging out with the fam, doing puzzles. In my, in my house, in my parents' house, we, we have this puzzle table. And like pretty much for the most part, all year round, we just have puzzles going. And if, if somebody, like if we're home, like we might just sit up at the table and, and, and work on a puzzle together, which seems kind of like weird, but it's, it's better than like, you know, it's just time to spend with your family, you know, that's not on your phone. We could all be in our individual rooms, but we just jam out on a puzzle. Right now we got an Avengers puzzle firing. Nice. That one's, that one's great. Nice, man. Love it, dude. I love the family time aspect to it. Right on, dude. It's, it's, it's the little things, you know? <laughs> it, it is, man. It really is. So versus like wasted time, just like staring at a screen. So that's awesome, man. Um, all right, dude. And then for music, what's in your tape deck right now? Bro. What's in my tape deck? Since I've been a little kid, the OC Supertones, dude. Oh I, man, I throwback! Love the yes, Supertones, bro. I love yes. Audio Adrenaline, bro. Yes, I love the Newsboys, and I'm stoked and Relying K, bro. They've always been; those have always been my favorite bands, easily. Love it, my dude. My dad, he got me. Like the story goes, that every like I got the OC Supertones. Adonai album for Christmas one year. Dude, I got my Supertones album for Christmas. And it, dude, rad. And like every, every, every morning, I would walk into the living room, pop open the, like, the cassette, put the Supertones in, play it as loud as I could, and just run around the living room. My parents, <laughs> jump, jumping off the of walls and couches and everything, my parents said I would do that like every morning. Yes, I would, love it. I would go crazy on the Supertones. So even today when I hear that album, like I'll put it on before I go before I go skate, 
it just gets me like energized. Just you know? go ham on the supertones. Yeah. <laughs> and because they're like the OC supertones, which is like Orange County, which is Orange County, California. That's where I'm like, from, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kid who grew up in Orange County, Florida. Right on. So to, to me, I was just like, I loved it. Yeah, man, they're local. I, I always forget about that because um, I actually didn't know what the OC was until forever. Um, because I, I didn't grow up down here. I grew up in Northern California. And, uh, even when I had that album, uh, I got it for a Christmas when I was at my aunt's house in Santa Cruz and I saw OC supertones. I was like, I don't know what OC means. And then, uh, and then unfortunately I learned what OC meant when I was still living in Northern California, but I found out what it was from that show on MTV with all the, with all the teenage kids, like the rich teenage kids, just like gossiping and fighting with each other. Oh, like the OC? Yeah, they're just like these spoiled rich kids and they're always like, just like drama, wow. like someone, uh, you know, like lost the keys to their dad's Lexus or something. That <laughs> <laughs> was like every episode. Uh, first but, world problems. Yeah, not to, not, to, not to talk down on it. But yeah, man, um, dude, dude, that's so rad, man. That's so rad. So right on, dude. Well, Tristan, uh, really, really a pleasure talking with you, man. Thanks um, for taking the time to chat tonight. And uh, like I said, if anyone wants to hit Tristan up with any more questions, just reach out to him on Instagram. Um, we'll have all the links to all his contact stuff um, in the description here. So, dude, we love you, Tristan. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, so just in closing, man, I just want to say that if you've listened to this podcast and it's stirred up your faith or stirred up just the idea that you want to serve the Lord, hit one of us up, man. Hit Matt up. Hit myself we want to we want to help you we want to help you take these first steps and try and figure out what what it is God wants you to do man because God make no mistake wants you to do something for him he wants you to serve him because that's what you're created for so no pressure no like no stress but just know like we're out here doing what we can for the lord with our skateboards because that's what he's instructed us to if he's instructing you to do something with your painting or your dancing or your fear of public speaking or whatever it is, the Lord can use it for his glory. So just let him, um, trust God. No, dude, no, dude. That, good advice. That, that's awesome. And I usually, I usually end the shows with this and I'll, and I'll do it right now. Um, but the CS Lewis quote, it says Christianity, if false is of no importance and if true of infinite importance, the only thing it yeah. cannot be is moderately important. So Amen, like Tristan bro. said, uh, reach out to us. Um, we don't judge. We're all the same, man. We're all a bunch of misfits in this world. And uh, we, we, just, we just would love to hear from you and guide you guys. Um, so thanks again for everyone for listening. Um, we love you guys. God bless. And we'll talk to you later. All right, Tristan. Later, man. Later, bro. God bless. Thank you so much. Peace.